Hey everyone, today is Monday, the 4th of December, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 690. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here with the Nookie. Oh. You didn't come. How are you going to do that to me? How could you do that to me? I can't believe it. Oh. My wife tested positive for COVID. And I was like, yeah. out of social responsibility, perhaps I shouldn't go... Uh, spread COVID to everyone. Maybe mm. I shouldn't be patient zero for the big Sydney outbreak of uh, yeah. 2023. Look, if anybody is not going to give a shit, it's probably the band from Texas. They're from Texas, right? Aren't they? I don't know. I don't know where they're from. <laughs> um, But yeah. He's always wearing like a cowboy hat. I assume that's just like a Texas thing. When is he wearing a cowboy hat? Uh, you've not seen... Brenda has had a makeover. He no longer wears a red cap. Oh. He was wearing a wig. No. When I, yeah, like like a curly, like a, I don't know. It wasn't, it was a wig. It was, for, yeah. For, um, for like, for the laughs or something? All right. He's from Jacksonville, Florida, which is basically close. Texas. Yeah. Same difference. Uh, yeah. The Queensland of, of America. Um, so is he wearing a wig ironically or was this at uh, the show? No, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I had a look at a couple of videos and like, he just wears wigs now, um, oh, okay. or cowboy hats, but I've seen him with this wig in a few, in a few photos. He's yeah. in it in the promo photo for the actual, yeah, for, right. on the, the website. There you go. Anyway. Uh, was it good? My point is, hmm. Yeah. It was a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Thanks for throwing it in my face. <laughs> I didn't throw it in your face. I actually didn't message you at all. You messaged me to be like, how was it? And I was like, oh, I could lie. Yeah. Just say it wasn't very good. They, sh- they, they kept Lauren Hill hours, showed up four yeah. hours late and played a 10-minute set and then left. Yeah. Good huh? Well, so the thing is, I went and saw Paramore um, the week before, or the same week. I can't remember. Yeah. And so they played at the Domain, which is an outdoor um, venue yep. right in the city. It's at the Botanical Gardens, if people are familiar with Sydney. Um, it was a sold-out concert, 50,000 people. Mm. Uh, and it's the biggest headline they've ever done. Wow. Like, not just Australia, just ever. Like, that's not like a, I don't know, a... a you know, a festival or something like that. Right, like yeah. they're, they're actually headlining gig. Uh, and I just don't think they were equipped to handle that because the sound was not very good where oh. we were at least. Yeah. Um, Isn't that just their songs? <laughs> Got them! Uh, um, and so the actual like volume on it was like her vo- vocals were pretty oh, yeah. not great. Like they were quiet. Um, and just the actual like the sound of the the place was just not where we were at least which was not that we were about so at a like a larger gig they'll generally have like a second set of speakers about midway yep. through and then that way the people at the very back they're getting something still so Actually, we were in front of those yeah yeah and we were like this is super quiet and a chant started out like multiple times to like turn it up Oh, we can't uh, sh- hear you like that. No, it was just like turn it up. Oh, okay. Like entire time, like turn it up, turn. And she was like, "I can't understand what you're saying." Like, I'm not going to do a shui. She thought we, we wanted her to do a shui. Um, she wouldn't even do. A so shui. this went on for like 
30 minutes or something until obviously the sound dudes who were in the middle mm. figured out what the fuck was going on and ended up fixing it. Right. Um, but anyway, that's just a long way of saying it is a very different experience being in an outdoor mm. setting like that compared to where Olympus was, which was in the the Horden, which mm. is what, like 5,000 people? It's a, quite a small venue. And so it was loud. Um, and he sounded fucking amazing too. Oh, yeah. Like I was impressed that, you know, he's an old rocker hip hopper yep. um and he, yeah it still sounded awesome he sounded fucking great That's um awesome. and they, they were the place was packed like i i got in there at one point and i'm like because i had to go through the crowd to get into the actual venue. people were obviously outside vaping or yeah. whatever the kids do these days sure and i got in there and i'm like all those motherfuckers get in here. I don't. I don't know about that. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it was packed. It was jammed. But right. um, luckily, because I'm tallish, oh, yeah. uh, I could see perfectly fine, which is good. Yep. Uh, yeah, but I'm also not. I'm also not like standing in people's way. Like I would. Would I, I was toward the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so no. Yeah, that was awesome. It was really good. Just throw um, some elbows. I'm in the sorry. Mosque. Did what? Did you throw some elbows in the mosh pit? You know what? Everyone was pretty well behaved. Really? Which is weird. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, it's because I was a mess. Coughing on people, giving them COVID, and then one in the mouth, an elbow in the mouth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I messaged you, they they played basically like all of their. 1999/2000s there was a period of like 97 to 2003 or something yeah where they had just fucking bangers yeah in like two three albums. albums two albums yeah like two chocolate starfish they played like eight songs off of that yeah. <laughs> you're like yep i'm done this is great yeah. nice <laughs> well yeah it's really good Brilliant. uh they played the mission impossible song which is fantastic yep. best part of that that movie easily easily <laughs> by a long long way um yeah nice. so yeah no it sucks roll um, i i did the youtube uh wrapped thing mm. uh music wrapped because i'm still on youtube music until they jack the price up uh next year when i'm going to be looking elsewhere because fuck them uh and if everyone else jacks their prices up i'll just i don't know go back to fucking napster or something um mm. My most my most played song for the year was uh, Rollin' by Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Uh, although, obviously, they wouldn't have played the, the version that I was listening to because it's the version with DMX, Method Man, and Red Man. Uh, right. The yeah. Urban Assault remix or whatever it is. Sure. Uh, not the original version. Or Actually, 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 that version was the original version. And the other version, the one that made it as a single, or they turned into a single, mm-hmm. uh, the faster version of Roland, uh, was was the second attempt where they got rid of Redman, Mathaman, and DMX. Like, what a huge fucking error. It just makes the song worse. Anyway. Right. Anyway, it was my most played song for the year, but... Limp Biscuit yeah. did not show up on my top five it's artists. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I don't know how any of that works. But yeah. 
Uh, yeah, sad I missed it, but yeah, you got to, you know, did you civil responsibility. I did not. I did Fucking not. Obama. <laughs> Fucking Obama. Um, yeah, absolutely boomed. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I was I was pretty fucked though. Because uh, I'd sleep out on the fucking couch. And uh, I think I've talked about this before, but I need pretty much pitch black to sleep mm. uh, at this point. I don't, I've just trained myself into requiring absolute perfect dark uh, to be able to sleep. The game. The game. 64. Mm. Uh, yeah. Not 64. Uh, no, zero. Yeah. The worst one. The, the Xbox one. Oh, uh, the Xbox one. Right. So, my bedroom is pitch black. Uh, no light can get in, and except once the sun comes up, the sun manages to make its way in, which means that every morning uh, when the sun rises, I'm awake. My lounge room is not, is not set up in the same way. So, uh, I... Got just the fucking shittiest fucking sleep for an entire fucking week, isolating from my wife, trying to not get like sick and trying to look after her and shit, and sleeping on a fucking couch. It was pretty good. It was a pretty good week, and I missed out on Limp Biscuit. So mm. uh, yeah, worth it. Definitely, definitely gonna go out ever again for that to experience to have that experience once more. Uh, but anyway. Uh, it did give me an, a, a lot of opportunities to play video games. My wife being sick because uh, right. I wasn't spending time with her, and okay. uh, and we can talk about those video games. Yeah, yeah. So on the list here is two games we've talked a lot about already. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Teleforum. What is Teleforum? I I, I want to put the two games that we talked about a lot even further now. Uh, Teleforum is a free horror game uh, on the horror. Steam store. Horror. Uh, which is sort of a mix between a um, FMV game and a point-and-click adventure. But it's not the sort of... Uh, no, it is. It's the kind of point and clicks that I don't really like generally, uh, but it doesn't outstay its welcome. Uh, is probably why it got away with what it got away with. So uh, you play as a cameraman and you're investigating uh, the death of a colleague with uh, the help of your reporter, Juliana. And uh, it's sort of it was it's presented as like a a found footage sort of story, uh, like you know fucking Blair Witch uh, or what's some other fucking found footage? Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity. Um, one of those ones, except you're actually technically controlling the camera. You're you're in control of the camera. So I guess. Uh, Sort of like Outlast, but where Outlast is you moving around like a first-person dodger, uh, this one is at most clicking, f yes, I want to go forward, or maybe A and D to turn left or right. 
uh, to change screens. So uh, much more rigid, uh, very specifically framed. And uh, yeah, there's a little bit of camera wobble as if someone's holding it, but it's a, clearly an after effect. Uh, it's not that, it's not like, it's not a problem or anything. It's just, uh, when you look at it from the perspective of a foul footage uh, story, it doesn't really actually adhere to most of the tropes of the found footage genre, which uh, generally involve accidentally lowering the camera when something interesting is about to happen and then being like, oh my God, I was so scared. Ah, shaking the camera everywhere so you can't fucking make out any action. Uh, that's, that's what I think of when I think of found footage. Um, Cloverfield is another one. Anyway, so... This one tells the story. You go to the widow's house to interview her, and I. It's. It took me. Uh, thirty minutes to finish, and I would highly recommend giving it a run. I do not want to say much more. It is a horror game. Uh, it's got great music, uh, fantastic music that really sets the mood. Uh, and a really good sense of uh, tension building. So, uh, yeah, it really lays that shit out quite well. And then uh, it's for, like, it's a teaser for the dev team's actual game, Drowned Lake. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it links or not. I suspect it does, but I don't know how. And, uh, yeah, it got me interested, uh, in the, in the game. Although as long as it's not, if, as long as there's some action, as opposed to if it's just a more point and click adventure, it's got to be closer to Resident Evil for me than Alone in the Dark is how I would think of it. Right. Like, cause Alone in the Dark was pretty much on the precipice of, uh, what I could handle from a point and click game, like just sort of not, not a point and click, like a, an adventure moving around adventure game, you know, like a, just sort of wandering around slowly moving through places. Which alone in the dark are you talking about? Uh, the first one. Um, that's how I remember it. Okay. The one no. on PC. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, not a point and click per se, like you are, but like the tank turning and, and all that kind of stuff. And yep. you are moving through these areas and solving these puzzles. There's not a lot of action, whereas Resident Evil sort of imbued it with some action. Resident Evil 2 is, is the, is what I'm kind of thinking of. And it doesn't have to be Resident Evil 4 action horror game, you know, like, but, uh, yeah, I would prefer yeah. to be more active. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Alone in the Dark was very much like a, um, I don't know, I feel like maybe even Resident Evil, I have no idea if this is true, but Resident Evil probably took like a lot of inspiration from Alone in the Dark. Oh, 1000%. Yeah, Resident Evil 1. I, I, I liked Resident Evil 1 because it was like a slightly more active yeah. Alone in the Dark. And then Resident Evil 2 took that even further you know, a step even further in the direction that I liked. Um, I would prefer it to be, so I'd prefer Drowned Lake, which is their next game, to be more like that. But 
Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I don't really know what they're planning. Uh, you don't get a good idea of it, I think, from what they show in the... It ends with the trailer. And you can replay it a couple of times and you probably want to to, to knock out all of the uh, clues uh, or get all of the endings or whatever. There are some extra endings that are I felt were obtuse and I didn't do. But uh, yeah, I would highly recommend giving this one a run. Uh, it's just a really really cleverly put together a uh, story that I think, yeah, works as a horror story. It's a little, yeah, maybe it doesn't end as, as well as I would like, but viewing it as a tantalizing teaser for uh, another horror game, that sort of makes sense. It's got me wanting to play more and they're going to release more as a full video game. So yeah. Give it a punt. Give it a look. Uh, Teleforum, it's called. Or well, technically Walter Martin's Teleforum Deleted Scenes, I think is the proper name. But Teleforum is what you'll find it under on Steam. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think, like, like visually it looks different to the other game. Yeah. Which is why I had a real hard time, like getting a, a grip on what whether it would be similar to tied in yeah yeah but i think it's like i mean just n not not having played it and just looking at literally the videos yeah <laughs> they look like two different games oh for sure yeah um yeah all right anyway yeah teleforum it's on steam um it's also free so it's also free yeah you check that out. Give it a squeeze. Right. Next up, uh, I'm going to ruin your list and talk about Half Sword. Half, oh, fuck. Half right. Sword. Uh, Drew uh, put me onto this one. Doctor E3 Money. Uh, you can play the demo right now. The game's not out yet. It is a physics-based combat game. Med a physics-based medieval combat simulator featuring historically accurate. 15th century arms and armor. Uh, in practice, it is a gore festival, a festival of blood. Uh, you get all kinds of weapons of varying uh, quality, and you are tasked with using those weapons on uh, some, I don't know, I don't. I wouldn't describe them as realistic, uh, but some enemies, and you can chop them up. You can chop them open. You can lop off limbs. You can chop them in half, and their guts spill everywhere. You can. It's physics based, so you can grab anything. So you can pick up their head and throw it. You can grab the entrails that have come out of them and go for a run with them behind you. And the whole time, blood's just pissing everywhere. And it is, it's it's a, I don't know, it's a fucking, it's what Luke would call a TikTok game, I think. Uh, it's basically constructed from the ground up to be uh, showcased on TikTok and make people go, oh, shit, oh, and uh, react loudly. And uh, that was about it. It's entertaining uh, for, I don't know, half an hour. 
while you find all the different weapons. There's a bunch of them. Um, I got a farming hoe, like a garden garden hoe, one point. Like there's uh, there's something there's something about things that shouldn't that aren't weapons doing weapon like damage. It's just rough, you know. Like you run around with a fucking sword and you chop someone you're like, and and their arm goes like flying and you're like oh shit uh, but you like lodge a fucking farming hoe in the crown of their head and you're like your reaction is 10 times stronger it's just fucked uh which is is pretty great um yeah uh i i don't know it's kind of goofy like I don't know if it's intentionally goofy, but like, I don't know. It's just difficult to sort of manage your limbs. So it's got a bit of a Q-op uh, element to it where like, I think it's left mouse button does your right arm and right mouse button does your left arm and you swing based on your mouse movement. So you hold left mouse button and then and move the mouse around and you'll sort of move the sword uh, in your right hand with the motion of your mouse. Um, and so that's... It takes some getting used to. Once you, once you do get used to it, uh, it's, it's then a question of learning the different weapons because the contact points of each weapon is different. You know, like... Again, a sword, chop it, chop a mini part of the sword and, and, and parts go flying. But if you've got, uh, I had like a pitchfork at one point and the only real way to make the most out of that was to, I think it's double click and you'll thrust it. And so I was trying to thrust it into people and or I would like knock their legs off and then try to thrust uh, the the pitchfork into them while they're on the ground and like stab them in the brain type thing uh, which is fucked up uh, there's axes there's a scythe if you get the scythe it's game over you basically won it's very difficult to stop you from there uh, but like yeah I think if this had multiplayer uh, it would be infinitely more interesting uh, but in the demo you sort of just run around playing against um AI and the AI is competent enough, but ultimately kind of boring. Anyway, um, I definitely recommend grabbing the demo and giving it a squeeze. Just uh, yeah, just just a fun little aside for a uh, half hour, hour at at most, um, while you find all the different weapons. I wishlisted the game, but uh, I think I will determine whether it's worth a purchase based on multiplayer and obviously the price. Uh, yeah. That's Half Sword. Cool. cool. Half Sword. Demo's out now. Demo is out now. There we go. All right. All right. You go next. Tell me what's next. I don't know where you're going with this. Everything's... Love I'm gonna go Lethal Company. It's in the list. Is that how it was supposed to be? I don't know. Uh, Lethal Company. 
been playing a bit more Lethal Company. I finally played with a four stack of people that I know. My two brothers and uh, my mate Arnold. And uh, we didn't we, we played using the in-game voice chat, obviously. We didn't use Discord or anything. You gotta buy in in that manner. Um, and they didn't really know what they were doing. They'd only just they I think my little brother had played a couple of times. And he sort of knew what he was doing, but he didn't really, he didn't know about using the computer, didn't know about changing moons uh, when they were playing. So when you're playing Lethal Company, you go down to a moon, uh, you land and you go into a dungeon, but uh, the different moons have different dungeons and each day the conditions on the moon change. Um, so you want to be able to change moons. Uh and, and they weren't really doing that. So I sort of, I didn't want to railroad them, steam, steamroll them into doing anything in particular, uh, but I did want them to sort of, I don't know, understand uh, how to play the game in a, a basic manner. So I did sort of force them to do some different moons. And yeah, we went in. Uh, it was... Very entertaining. There's, there's, it's different when you're playing. Like when you're playing with randos. When I, when I was playing with randos, I was, I was trying to be. I don't know, like, accommodating. You know, like. Oh, buddy! Oh, you did your best. Oh, oh, you just barely didn't make it. Oh, that was so close. Oh, you, yeah, you did did a really good job until that fucking monster ate you. Oh, right? And when I'm playing with my brothers, it's like, you, you are such a fucking idiot. Christ, you're an idiot. Why would, you, why would you try to do that? Why would you fucking attempt that? You knew you weren't going to get away with it, but you're a fucking idiot. It's just a different vibe. Uh, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, like I... I could see playing more Lethal Company, but I don't care to play with randos all that much anymore because the other thing that I think is happening is I'm learning too much. I think I was talking about it last week. You know, I'm learning too much about the game uh, and, and it's sort of wearing out its welcome. It's a lot more fun when I'm sort of just... When I'm playing with people who don't know a lot, and I'm sort of just trying to keep them alive as best I can. Uh, that's a lot more fun. And the tension remains. You know, Lethal Company is a game where tension is sort of everything. Um, and once you know too much, the tension dissipates. Like, uh, I've seen some videos of people just basically speedrunning shit now. Like, the they've essentially solved the game. And there's... There's no, there's nothing entertaining uh, about the concepts of the game to me from that perspective. You know, like I don't want to get to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, we do this and we do this and like, oh yeah, well, I'll put this here so I can jump up here and I can glitch through the uh, the wall and I can get as many things as I, uh, all the bolts and off I go and then we go to the next place. You know, like that's that's just not interesting. Um, so yeah, 
it's a lot more fun with people who a don't know what they're doing and b I can call dipshits with impunity um, for being dipshits. So uh, hey, jump in the Gap Discord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll play some Lethal Company together. Um, no, uh, we can't be in the Discord. But uh, yeah. Anyway, it is still a lot of fun. I uh, I do think you and I would have fun playing it together, but uh, you refuse to play the TikTok game. So I don't have TikTok. Yeah, so I can't. Yeah, you refuse. You refuse to succumb to the pressures of the twenty twenty three uh, social media structure. Mm, no. See, I jettisoned Twitter to space, and so now I just like. I don't do any social. I'm on threads and that's it. I just right. And nobody's on threads, so it doesn't fucking matter. Nothing happens. Well, I think people are on threads, yeah. but there's it's just people like me who don't post. Yeah, yeah. I read stuff. It is. Yep. <laughs> it's good so. stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah. All right. Lethal company. Uh, still having mm. fun, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe it's it's probably we we never got into a bit. Like phasmophobia, I yeah. guess, is maybe something similar where once you've solved it, like I don't know how, um, I don't know how random that is. I guess I, I don't know how random. Yeah, I, I, the appeal of those games seems to be once they introduce more maps or different monsters slash ghosts, that's when it's like New things to or chucking at events. Yeah. yeah, the problem is that this game currently has that. It's one guy on it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. like now it's just going to be that point where not a lot is going to be coming through in terms of gameplay changes, I guess. It's going to be a bit slower. It's going to be like Valheim, right? Where they yeah. had this massive influx of players and suddenly the because of the sheer numbers and the sheer mm. amount of testing for like edge cases, uh, yeah. they're going to have all this these bug reports. And all these opportunities to solve major problems that will pr- come become a higher priority than adding new content. Mm. You know, we we st- I've still got phasmophobia. We never really play. We p- try to play in a VR. Yeah, it didn't really. <laughs> we refused to learn how to play it all. We played it. When you you refused, I was like, you should read the tutorial. Like, fuck the tutorial. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead again. <laughs> uh, but we were playing on Discord. Like, we didn't really buy... I, Yeah, I didn't really buy into that game properly. Uh, yeah. But I'd, I'd be up for giving it a punt. Yeah, yeah, we should jump in at some point. Yeah. Um, like, like, as I was thinking, um, Dead by Daylight just did an update. They put uh, the Child's Play update, which is... Chucky, yeah. Yeah, Chucky and... Um, what's the female doll's name? Uh there's a funeral. I don't know. Bride of Chucky. V. I can't remember. Um, yeah, Bride of Chucky. Uh, yeah, and it's the first. Uh, it's the first killer they've introduced. that's in third person. Oh, um, right. Well, because he's so small. Yeah. I guess you can't have him be first person, or you wouldn't be able to see anything. Oh yeah, you'd never be able to see over anything. <laughs> right. Smart. Um, so yeah, but I think like the difference between a game like that and and a phasmophobia is it's an asymmetrical multiplayer game, and so you've got that. You know, you're playing against something else, someone else, and so the skill level is constantly changing. I guess. Yeah. Um, you're not just doing the same. I mean, you technically are doing the same thing over and over again, but there's it's skill. There's some competitiveness to it. 
And so that's where that appeal comes in. Um, anyway. All right. Well, that is uh, Lethal Company. And it is available now. Indeed. Okay. Day Z. Day Z? Day Z? Day Z? I don't know. Uh, played a lot of this over the weekend. Uh, does it tell me how much I played recently? I don't know. I think uh, I can check that. You oh, might not right. be able to. No, I can't see. Uh, but I played a lot. Got to be 15 plus hours. And uh, yeah. Been you're not on my list. All right. For some reason. Maybe you're off. Are you offline? No. You've kicked me. You've kicked me from your friends list. I see how it is. Weird. No, I can see. I can see uh, Heath on there. 21 hours. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, 21. If he's at 21, I must be close to 21 as well. Um, but yeah, been playing a, a bunch more uh, Day Z. Uh, continuing to hunt down the perfect server. Um, I f we landed on a server. I watched a video uh, by a PUBG Pro Extreme. Um and he was talking about Daisy. He has played it since the mod, and it's sort of. I was like, chatting in his uh, his comments. I'm a YouTube comment guy now, and uh, yeah, chatting in the comments, and I was mentioning that uh, basically, you know, that's it's just a it's a complex problem to solve. He wanted it to play more like the mod, but the game has come a long way in, in the 10 plus years since the mod, right? And he mentioned that he'd found a server that he thought felt a lot like the mod. Uh, the Northman AU server. And so, uh, yeah, we jumped in and he's 100% right. The, they've upped the loot amount and they've uh, reduced stamina. So you're able to sprint for ages and there's a lot of stuff around. You're not really scrimping and scraping for fucking food all the time. And so it just winds up being a pretty good fucking time, right? But... <clears throat> yeah, you climb a ladder and you die. <laughs> exactly. The classic. <laughs> um, but it does... It, it is a little bit more... Like, it, it's a it's a, it's a problem. It's a challenge, I guess. Uh Daisy, there is a challenge. The balancing act exists because what they've always been attempting to achieve is that perfect balance between uh, like people wanting to kill other people but also not wanting to get into fights. The, the tension before the fight is, is sort of everything in Daisy. And uh, in a game, in, in a server like the Northman one, it's very easy to just sort of run back to your dead body, right? You can like, so had some pretty fucking good fights over the uh, over the last week or so, uh, playing with Doctor E3 Money, with Heathy, Goofball Enix, and with Fjaren, and. Uh, yeah, we were playing on this uh, this Northman server. We were playing on official, and uh, I'd love to. I'm still keen to jump back in, but um, 
we're playing on this Northman server and yeah, they do like sort of crate drops a la um, PUBG. And it sort of reminds me of when you and I played like a couple of years ago. That was a thing that was happening in there as well. Um, and yeah, you go to the crate drop and yeah, you get some pretty good gear. So uh, we wound up having like being pretty geared up. We like, it'll tell you on the map, there's a crate coming in at this location. We uh, we went and there was a house right next to where the, the drop was coming in. We were cheesing these zombies, getting them to run up to the house, like aggroing them, getting them to run up to the house and then hitting them from the windows until they died. And they were sort of just dying next to this fucking house so we could thin out the zombies that way without having to make a lot of noise, without having to take on any risk. And uh, fucking this this group comes in and they are wearing like all black everything fucking black they look like fucking forget like SWAT they look like fucking the enemies in fear remember fear like the fucking bad guys in fear they look like fucking the yeah. bad guys in John Wick 2 exactly the bad guys in <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah like they're just fucking and they're armored up to, armed to the fucking teeth uh and they're coming for this fucking crate and we're in the house right next to it. I get fucking popped immediately, right? Like I get, I I did shoot a couple of people. I didn't have great guns, so I was using a scorpion, uh, which I think uses five five six ammo. Uh, but I saw blood, but I, nobody nobody got dropped. I didn't get any kills, uh, and like it was silenced, and I was just like <laughs> trying to trying to shoot them, but I. Mostly what was happening was in my head, it was a five five six gun. So I shouldn't have to do too long a, a burst. <laughs> and my problem was I had just the one clip. I had a lot of ammo. I had a lot of bullets. But if I ran out of... If I emptied this clip, I'd have to reload the clip. So I was trying to be conservative with my fucking ammo usage so i was trying to put three round bursts in these motherfuckers and i guess either i was missing or but like there was blood but like either i, I wasn't recoil controlling enough and not all bullets were hitting or you know it takes more than three bullets to hit some of these motherfuckers there's also a really good chance that they'll fucking arm it up but uh yeah i got got a couple of bursts off and then i got rinsed Drew got popped. Drew was in our Overwatch because uh, he'd broken his leg. I was sitting in this house, right? I'm sitting in this house, sitting at the front door. I'm like, oh, there's a bear trap. Uh, I got. I can't remember how to get rid of a bear trap. Let me look it up. Alt tab. And then I, I look it up. I find out that it's like, get a long stick. And then I alt tab back in and there's Drew lying in front of me and he stepped in the fucking bear trap. I'm like, I said there was a That's one way to clear it. Yeah. <laughs> so his leg's broken. So I have to go get a long stick anyway to make him a fucking splint. Um, but he can't move. He like runs at like, he runs like old people fuck. And it's just, like we're not- Jackson running up some sticks. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> like, yeah. Robert De Niro trying to beat a man in the Irishman or some shit. It's fucking embarrassing. So we get him to the top of this fucking hill uh, and he's he's sort of 
there's another like 400 meters to get down the hill to get to the crate. And we're like, just just post up in this house at the top of the hill because it's going to take you 40 fucking minutes to cross the 400 meters. And like, God knows what's going to happen in that fucking time. So uh, just post up here. And he's, he's on Overwatch, but uh, they... I can't quite remember if he gave away his position by firing or if they were just scouting, they just figured someone would be sniping from that position. But um, I think he got some good shots off and then he got popped. I got popped and then Heath was just there. Like Heath was on his own. And there were so many of these motherfuckers. I don't know how big a team you're allowed to have, we had like, cause you can make teams and you've got like, you can have like little nameplates and stuff so that you don't accidentally, well, theoretically you don't shoot your teammates, theoretically, uh, but um, it still happens. So I don't know how big a team, but they must've had six, maybe seven players in their team and they just kept coming. And Heath just kept fucking murdering them. So I spawned <laughs> and I just like, I hit the auto run button, uh, plus the plus on the numpad. And I just fucking sprinted straight back to where he was at. Like fucking fuck all everything. Just, I'm just going straight back in, right? I loop around to, to Drew's body and their wave of, their respawn wave is coming in. But our respawn wave, Drew spawned on the other fucking side of the fucking map, unfortunately. He was like 12 kilometers away and he didn't want to respawn for whatever reason. So our respawn wave was me. I go to Drew's body, pick up his sniper rifle. And then their respawn wave was like three or four motherfuckers. And they all like, they, they're able to get guns because there's multiple of them getting guns while fucking Heath is trying to kill the other ones. So they're on that shit. Fucking hell. It was crazy. So I run in, try, I support Heath. I managed to get to a, a, a house pretty close by. I've got Drew's sniper rifle. I pop one of them just before they open the door. It, I, I'm pretty sure it saved Heath's life because the other one tried to come in through the other door. Um, so they tried to like pincer him like get him from both ankles and i popped one and stopped that attack from happening heath got the other one heath must have gotten like six or seven of the same fucking person right or like you know six or the seven of the same people but he must have killed them all at least twice at least twice and yeah just kept going and we find like we looted up we're looting all like their bodies i got the stuff out of the crate was pretty good and then we moved to the next house and uh we kind of get bogged down in that house it wasn't ideal um i get popped uh one of them's running for a body the like one of the rare bodies that we hadn't gotten all the weapons off and uh i shoot him and then i get shot but i'm just i'm just knocked out i'm only ko'd i'm not dead so i'm lying on the ground this is there. This got to be like either the second half of the fucking first wave of respawns or their fucking second respawn wave. I don't know. Like it's been a while. This entire firefight took an hour plus, uh, and Heath was alive for all of it that mattered. And uh, yeah, 
but they run in and uh, one of them's like I'm lying unconscious on the ground and when you're like waking up you you get a little bit of vision and I'm saying to Heath oh just fucking just drag drag me into another room can you drag me I don't know if you can drag you you can't drag I've I've tried since and you can't drag a body uh, but he didn't even try but when I look up I see a gun poking over the top of me I'm like oh if it doesn't work don't worry about it I'm waking up except I didn't say the waking up bit loud enough for it to register into Discord. I was sort of like, it was sort of like, uh, I don't know, oh, I'm waking up. Right, like really just sort of to myself, if anything. Uh, and so it wasn't Heath standing on my body. When I stand up, uh, Heath sees a person where there had previously been a shooter and he pops me. So I'm dead. There's zero chance that it was Heath's fault. Uh, there, was, there, was, there was not really anything he could do, right? Like, because I had different clothes on, I looked completely different to before uh, and I was just a, a person standing where there had previously been someone shooting at him. So he just sort of lent out and fucking popped the, the body and then I get dropped I get respawned again. I don't come back because there's not really any point. Uh, and Heath did eventually die. He was out of fucking... He, he was like on zero health. Uh, he had fuck all ammo. I think he was just... He was like all his shit was ruined. He'd been shot. He had John Wick this shit, basically. He'd been shot, he'd been stabbed, he'd been fucking... He'd fallen off a building. He'd fucking eaten a whole bunch of shit. And... Yeah, he was at the end. It was the end of the film for him. Um, but yeah. So Heath shot me. That did happen. Uh, and then last night when we were playing... Uh, wait, I, wait, hold up. So so uh, it sounds like that these guys have... Uh, had. A squad. Yeah. Right. But, but they're able to basically... It's like a... Um, they can just basically keep coming in and eventually their their plan is to hopefully just whittle down whoever is left yeah. and then get all their gear back. Yeah, but... Well, most of it. But yeah, not even most of it, right? When we were looting off them, so much shit was already ruined. So right. much shit was already ruined. It was So it actually breaks all their, their guns and shit. Yeah, it? that's, that's right. why I want... That's why I always try to rob is because if you just take something from someone with a, you know, a tense negotiation then nothing gets destroyed in the process, right? Whereas if you have to shoot them to take it, wherever they get shot is ruined. There was another situation where we were at the Northwest Airfield, which is the fucking, the spiciest, spiciest fucking enchilada on the map. And uh, we were at the north part in this building. It was fucking pitch black. And uh, these dudes rolled in. And they were being pretty stealthy about it. One of them runs in, runs up the stairs of the building that we're in. We're sitting there. I had a Saiga fucking automatic shotgun. And I jump on the mic. I'm like, hey, listen, you in the room. Don't come out. Do not come out. Okay? Stay where you are. Pause, pause, pause. Hey, can you hear me? 
replies, two replies. So there was another person. We we weren't sure. Um, yeah, we can hear you. My okay, don't come out. Stay where you are. Old mate in the room walks out of the room, but he doesn't have a gun in his hand. I'm like, all right, this is weird. A bit odd. And he just sort of crouch walks over to us and then turns around and faces the stairs and then he pulls his gun out. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And then I shot him. The second dude runs up the stairs. Drew ends his life. When I uh, go to loot the dude at the top, everything is wrecked. The Saigar, like I was a little bit, you know, indiscriminate. With my uh, with my fire, I just sort of fucking emptied into him. Uh, the Saiga just fucked up everything. Uh, it ruined everything he had. Anything it touched, it just destroyed. Uh, so not great for that. Like an absolute fucking death machine. Uh, a monster of a weapon. But um, in terms of uh, getting good loot out of the uh, corpse afterwards... Not that great. So uh, it's really uh, just a a murder machine, that gun. But yeah, nevertheless, like even when you're doing precision fire, you know, like it, unless you're specifically, at one point, Heathy got one tapped in the head. Uh, yeah. He was literally at a crate lying down trying to loot it. And this dude walks up behind him and pops him in the fucking back of the head. Um, and... Uh, Nothing on Heat's body was ruined except for his hat. Uh, that's the only way to keep that shit safe, you know? Like, so there's, yeah, you got to fucking handle that kind of shit, I guess. Um, but yeah, their plan was to just sort of keep running back. When they came back on what had to have been their third respawn, watching Heat's video back of it, right? They were like, oh, we're coming in, we're coming in. Like, like they were under the impression that they were trolling or something. I don't know. Like they were fucking, you know, they were, they had the upper hand and they were going to traumatize Heath. But Heath had is killed this, them all this like on three the, times in a fucking row. Which hey? server is this on? North is this on the, that it's, is that there's no like weird rules? Like, I don't know. You know, some of them are, you've got to be registered players or like the special codes of conduct for, for there are, reporting what, people. There are rules and stuff, but I, I, there's nothing like that. You can... Right. There's... You I had to turn off the fucking... Yeah. I had to turn off the fucking in-game player chat because it was just non-stop fucking... It was like... I don't know. Being on Twitter again, it was just fucking non-stop fucking toxicity. <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. There's not really any moderation or anything. But yeah, they were playing it. Like, they had the upper hand and shit. Like, they were the fucking... The kings of this situation. But Heath had murdered them all. Like, three fucking times. Like, I don't know how they figured they were fucking winning anything. Uh, he'd also used all, up all the fucking ammunition. Anyway, it was pretty odd. Uh, we were playing last night, and uh, there was, like, a, a server-wide event at Castle Zub that we decided to go check out. Uh, I got popped pretty early. I Drew got shot. Drew was... Drew had a cold as we were going in and he was sneezing and it sort of gave him away as he sneezed and then almost immediately got shot. 
I ran, went over, shot the dude who got Drew, and then this dude must have been a fresh spawn. I think it was another case of just people running straight back in. Um, yeah, he shoots me with a gun he picked up off someone, and that was sort of just how that one went. Uh, I, run, I ran my way back in. It was a good fucking 15-minute run. Get back. Heath and uh, and Fjarn are in. They they're like kings of the hill, kings of the castle, kings of the castle. And uh, I'm like, okay, am I cool to come in? And uh, Fjarn's like, yep. And I pick up a gun, walk around to enter the castle, and pfft, dead. There's evidently someone just outside. Yipping. Who popped me? I was not good to come in. And it was annoying, but like at the same time, it sort of it sort of did like lay lay bare like the reality of Daisy. Like sometimes you're the statue and sometimes you're the pigeon, right? Like sometimes you're doing the shitting, but sometimes you're getting shit on. Right? There's not a lot you can do about it. The game requires your ability to manage uh that reality right like you have to be able to handle the fact that sometimes you will just be shit on um it's like PUBG, right you open a door sometimes and there's some dude crouched in the toilet and you get shotgun in the face like well not much i could have done about that right like you just seen that one coming (laughs) (laughs) um like well played fair enough (laughs) fucking 200 iq plays there um yeah, but basically, right? Like, you can't you can't account for everything, and yeah, that's sort of just how that one goes down. It's uh, yeah, it's annoying, it's frustrating, but it's hmm. ultimately fine. It's just it's the game, right? I've been writing up thoughts on Daisy, uh, just from that perspective, I suppose, or more from the perspective of. Like one thing I've been noticing is that it's it's pretty much impossible to rob people anymore. Um, it just hasn't been working because it's it's a bit like Lethal Company, right? You, there there is a there's a knowledge level. There's a floor, right? There's a floor where once players reach that knowledge floor, they just they can't really be robbed anymore. I would be, I would allow myself to be robbed if someone got the drop on me because I believe in, in the concept, right? But anyone who maybe not doesn't believe in it, but questions its, uh, its veracity, its, its, uh, its possibility... There's no re- there's no way that they will allow themselves to be robbed because at the end of the day, yeah, if you figure you can outshoot someone, then you'll take those chances because death, you reach a point in Daisy where you realize death isn't that big a problem, right? Like it's 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 the the fucking squad of seven dudes running back into their bodies again, right? Like they won't most of their shit's ruined, but if even fifteen percent of it's fine. They still get a good gun. They don't have any ammo for it, but they can find ammo for it. They can get a weapon cleaning kit to repair other weapons that are ruined or sewing kits to to maybe repair some clothes that are, are 
damaged but not ruined stuff like that you know like they there's a knowledge floor that they have they're at a base level of knowledge where they that where death isn't that big a problem you just sort of fucking you deal with it by just running back in running it back again right and this time when you run it back you're at a slight advantage over the last time you ran it back it's not that big a problem and you need players to believe that death matters or they will never allow themselves to be robbed. I tried a bunch of robbing, uh, robberies and, and none of them took. Each time, the other player drew down on me. And each time I shot them, except for one where he, I flabbergasted. I had a pump action shotgun and I shot him twice. And, uh, but he had a fucking plate carrier. He had body armor. And so uh, I ruined the body armor, but I did not ruin him. And so he managed to pop me, and I got dropped. Fjarin finished him off, got me back up. We were okay. But still, like, couldn't be robbed. Nobody can, yeah, none, of, none of them allow themselves to be robbed. And I don't know, I think that's a little bit disappointing. I find that disappointing. I do think it is a symptom of the Northman server more than it is... I think people wouldn't allow not you you're not obliged to allow yourself to be robbed. Right? You don't have to. You can like draw down if you want, but like you're probably going to die. I think on the official servers players would be more likely to not risk their lives because stamina uh goes away a little bit faster and because you don't start off with, you know, the same sort of situation you don't have a map to instantly know exactly where to go to get your body and stuff like that you know like it's not as simple as on the northman server and so the balance is a little bit better but a little bit more lopsided towards death matters depending on how far away from the fucking coast you die i suppose if you die in the middle of fucking electro then who gives a fuck if you like you you, you wouldn't bother trying to rob someone in electro but if you're northwest of the northwest airfield then you'd fucking think about it because what what are you going to lose right if you if you lose running back there is going to take you an hour not fucking 15 minutes but an hour and who knows what you'll have when you get back you know so yeah it's a little bit different but i have been disappointed in not successfully robbing anyone I just want to yeah. rob people. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. That's Day Z. I'm still playing. Uh, keen to jump on. Oh, my God. I played. You got to jump on, Leaky. I played in this map. What is it called? Uh, After Day Z Jurassic Isle, I think it was called. It had fucking dinosaurs. Motherfucking. It was crazy. Uh, they don't fuck around. Forget, like, zombies. It still had zombies. They don't matter at all. You, like, you really recontextualize the concept of zombies in DayZ once you went to, like, running into a group of six of them and you're running directly at them because a fucking Allosaurus is fucking chasing you. Like, I, like, I'd rather take my chances with six fucking zombies than the Allosaurus that's right on my fucking heels. 
It's fucking peak comedy. It's hilarious. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yo. Um. All right. There you go. That's DayZ. Yep. It's out. Uh, it's out now. It's still yeah. out now. Still out. Been out for a long time. Hmm. Okay. Um. We have one more game here, uh, which I could talk about. Uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Um, so I've talked about this previously. I did a, a, a preview for it a while back last month. Um, and this game is out now, uh, this week, end of this week. By the time people listen to this, it'll probably be available. Whoa. Um, all right. So to catch people up to speed, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is being made, um, by the same studio that did the division, um division games back in the day uh i i think it's a different team or it's like a mix of different people in there but there are people um the creative leads that did work on uh that game that also worked on this so uh massive entertainment and it is an open world um open world first person game where you are playing as a navi um from the hit james cameron films avatar the last um, yeah the the uh the blue bender and you are um it's basically a very similar style type of gameplay to the far cry series um where you are going out in this giant open world you are completing missions there is hunting and gathering um yeah and there's just there's a, a huge environment you are searching around and exploring and, and visiting different locations and interacting with different blue people and normal sized people, humans, oh, yeah. um, and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and this is something I mentioned the last time is that the world itself is just like, it's stunning. Like it is a very good looking game. I've been playing it on PC, um, thanks to Ubisoft who sent a early code and it, and your PC I've got beast. it pretty much, yeah, I've got a good PC. Um, I'm running it at 4K, everything maxed. Um, I think I said la or at some point that it had frame gen. Technically, it does, but it's using FSR frame gen. Oh. Um, so I'm not running it with that at the moment. I don't know if it's going to get DLSS at some point. Sorry, DLSS frame gen at some point. Um, but it does have DLSS support in there. It's just not 3.5 or whatever it is that's out on other games. Um, well, any, anyway, w- without that, it's still, I'm still getting like above 70 consistently for most of the time. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I think visually it is the most interesting, uh, I, I'm going to be comparing to Far Cry quite a lot cause it is that type of game. I think in terms of like visual, uh, what it's doing, it's art direction. Like it is so, such an interesting game to look at. You're always seeing, uh, things in the environment that are moving. Um, I'm always stopping and being like, oh, what is this thing? And going up to that plant. And and basically, um, there's like a hunter's guide that you can get in the game and you can tag certain animals or plants and it'll give you like a bit of history or information about it, um, which actually becomes helpful in certain circumstances. But yeah, like everything just has this visual look about it, even though it is in a a forest where you expect things to be green there's different shades of green and there's stuff that is red and there's weird plants that behave in in strange ways that 
um, you know, retract back into the ground or will, like, as you get closer to them, sometimes they will start barking electricity and do damage to you if you're not too careful or things will explode um, or there's different types of... Uh, a lot of the plants you can interact with will allow you to gather their resources or materials and that can be turned into, like, crafting items or you know gear to to make your stats increase in certain ways or give yourself specific resistances to um certain types of elements in the world uh and so yeah the the actual the actual environment itself is just i think it's just such an interesting thing to look at where i'm sort of trying to think back to the last time i was like oh yeah this is really cool in far cry and i feel like it was maybe far cry 4 ish Every sort of Far Cry game since then, from Far Cry 5 to 6, just it felt like visually pretty similar. One night, um, yeah. Especially 6. Like 6 yeah. was just, I felt that that was such just an uninspiring game. Mm. It, I think the thing that 5 had going for it, which I really liked, and I still enjoy that game, was it was this, it, it was it was set in um, like middle America. Um and I, the story of that game I really enjoyed, but also it did have a specific like farm esque look to it. But at the same time, it was still very uh, everything kind of looked like stuff we've seen before. Yeah. Um, whereas this is just for the first couple of hours, I'm just constantly running around being like, "Holy fuck, this looks amazing!" And uh, you 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 are running into like waterfalls and giant floating mountains and weird plants and strange animals. And it's always like something appealing to look at and it's bright and it's vibrant and it looks just visually interesting. Uh, so yeah, th from comparing it to far cry, that's, that's where I think it sort of sets itself apart is because it's in this alien world and it, it's something that we haven't really been to or seen before from a from a uh that sort of gameplay environment and so yeah that's really um been a, a big draw for me it's like running around this world and exploring and finding strange missions or missions that aren't part of like the main sort of quest line um you know stumbling across a computer terminal somewhere that sets me off on like a weird scavenger hunt and then i go and have to complete that um you go fuck a tree yeah, stick my, my hair in, in a tree. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, Pandoramic. What? Pandoramic. Pandora. Pandoramic. Yeah. Panoramic. Pandoramic. Yeah, smash them together. That's Boom. what you get. Um, to continue talking about the visual aspects, <laughs> there, are, there are different biomes in the game that you can visit. Oh. Uh, and there is a second area that you get to. And there, I've had some performance issues in that specific oh, region, which is a little bit disconcerting because uh, visually it has less going on. Oh, okay. Like, and I, and I don't know, so I don't know what's happening there. There's a lot more grass, I guess, <laughs> that's uh, showing up. Yep. And, I, and, I, and I wonder if like... Th because you're in an environment where there's just like there's fucking trees everywhere like you're in a, a giant forest um i wonder if it's hiding like a lot of the draw distance yeah. yeah um but but also in saying that it's only like the specific village that you get to so 
but it looks fucking phenomenal. There are the the art design is just uh, amazing. There are these giant elephant-like creatures that you get to in this town, and they're sort of um, this. I don't know. They're they're like worshipped, um, and they they the avatar in this area, the Navi. Sorry, they like paint them in colors, and uh, they're like marking them, and it's just like a really visually interesting look uh, and design. Like they're sort of setting up their habitat around these creatures and they're using these creatures to sort of uh to, to live around and and they're you know they're part of the world and they um I, I just think the look of it is really cool and so i i just don't know what's going in that specific area but yeah it's it's a lot less visually interesting once you get out into the world um you're tra you're traveling in a different form than what you are back in the first area but um I can sort of see why it is set out that way because otherwise you'd literally be running around a forest the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and so like they're trying to change up the look of it. I don't, I'm not far enough into it yet. I've spent a lot of time in this game. Um, yeah. And I don't know if there are more biome, like another biome that you come across later on that is again, visually different, but the map itself is quite large. Um, and so, yeah, I can sort of, gets where they're coming from they're trying to make it look a little bit different it, it kind of reminds me of the open world areas in like uh ghost of tsushima where you've got these giant uh vistas of just like grass waving around and like trees that are spread out and they're all blowing in the wind like it, it's it's very much that sort of vibe to it and it looks again like uh, <laughs> running around in this game i'm like i cannot fucking I'm in two minds. I'm like, I cannot wait to see what the next Skyrim game looks like. Like, because oh, yeah. I've, in my head, I've got that, um, they did a tech demo a while back of, of like, here's the, what we're working on. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit, like this game is going to look amazing. And from looking at like what is happening in what they're doing in, uh, I think it's Snowdrop, the, the engine they're using, what they're doing in Snowdrop and the way the, the environment moves with the wind blowing and the you know when it starts raining or there's like a day night cycling game like the way it actually looks is just like oh yeah like this is what i want <laughs> and, and the entire time i'm like i want that fucking battle royale game from ubisoft in this engine like just give it to me i don't know why where is it it just yeah. doesn't make any sense um because it looks phenomenal man like it's such a good looking game um they are coming out right after they finished Skull and Bones. Don't worry. Right <laughs> yeah. after they finished Skull and Bones. Well, they had that other Tom Clancy game, right? The, and they, oh, yeah, they, and they canned it. Canned it because people didn't, I don't know, I don't know. didn't like the look of it. But um, they canned that because people didn't like the look of it. But Skull and Bones has been coming for seven fucking years and they're still going in on it. Don't worry about it. You just it's wait. still coming. <laughs> um, and so... Yeah, like visually, like it's just such a phenomenal looking game. And that's why I'm like, it, this feels like we're starting to get to next gen yeah. finally. Yeah. With not, not this game, but this year specifically has just been a, like a fucking phenomenal year for games. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, there's not much else coming out the rest of the year. I think, I think Ubisoft with, with Avatar is just sort of, here's a look at an open world game and, and uh, an interesting art style that runs i think at least pretty well mm. um hopefully on other pcs that we will find out but uh yeah and, and looks looks amazing and I, it's like oh i am looking forward to seeing uh 
The Witcher and like these giant open world games when my biggest concern is like what we saw with Bethesda and um, Starfield but I think hopefully Skyrim will be much different and so my expectations are quite high now (laughs) for a a giant RPG after playing this because I'm like this shit is fucking amazing like (laughs) if you can get some big teams working on weird and wacky ideas because you've got these giant like um, habitats that the uh navi are living in they're these massive trees and uh you can climb up on top of them and there's like weird um little like huts spread throughout them and you know you just come across areas where it just feels like they've been crafted in interesting ways trees that have um uh i should send you some some screenshots of if i can i don't i think the screenshots turned out not great the ones that i took yeah um but I, I kept stopping and being like, fuck, I got to take a screenshot. This looks amazing. Like, it's funny. You, get to wor- you should say, like, they need a big team to work on, on like, a game like this. Because the team that worked on Avatar yeah. is massive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got him. We got him. We got him. Fucking beautiful. Um, so did they have sex with these trees before they built huts on them? Or does that come after? Once they've got Maybe. the privacy of the hut. Maybe. Oh, here, look, here, I'll send you some screens. Don't fucking give this to anyone. All right. Oh, oh, no, these are huge screenshots. I can't send you these. All right. This- <laughs> I'm looking. This one's 20 meg. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, hold on. I'll jimmy some stuff up while I'm talking. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, the other thing I want to talk about, the start of the game. Um, start of the game opens up and you are a- Hang uh, on. Hang on. Hang on. You said you yeah. were in two minds. About, about how good it looks. Yeah, you said I'm, I'm in two minds, right? And then you only either right. you only said one of the minds, or they were both yeah. the same mind. Right. Uh, my where I was trying to go was that seeing a game like this and being like, oh, I can't wait to see Skyrim. The problem is that we've just seen Starfield, and I think that like. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh, like a lot of that stuff is kind of bland. But then I think about Skyrim and how, uh, sorry, I keep saying Skyrim. I mean, Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls. But I think I wasn't back to then. Point it out. Yeah, I think back to Skyrim. And I'm like, that was still a very vibrant and great looking yeah. world. And so I'm like, maybe they'll get there. Tamriel's be got some fucking spectacular environments available to it. You know, some real fucking killer landscape options. I think. Elder Scrolls Online has shown us that, if anything, you know, like sure, it's many, many uh, expansions. It's just some really creative locations that you can go to. So, yeah, I can see where you're going. Like, I can see why you would be excited, but yeah, why you might be a little apprehensive as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it does have me amped, but that's not saying that this like is a a bad looking game. Like I said, it's it's amazing um and i will slowly send you some stuff which Mm. can't go anywhere because it's under embargo uh but um yeah and so yeah fucking hell it's just like there's just so much like trees and leaves and grass and they're all like moving around and swaying all over the place and you're kind of just running around and it just looks amazing. Um, if you've until ever wanted you get to, to fuck a tree, you're going <laughs> to yeah, like be this, this game. game. <laughs> God damn. Uh, 
Um, mm. And so I'm trying to find like another area. Yeah, I got another picture here, but it's all like weird and pixely. Whenever I took a screenshot of the anything with um, water in it, it kind of fucked up like in game. And I don't know why, but um, anyway, so going back to the start of the game, you play as a, uh, a Navi who gets locked in uh, like cryostasis after some sort of attack. Um, some shit goes down bad in this facility. You're in part of the RDA, the, the bad guys in um, the universe. And uh, yeah, you end up in a uh, like cryostasis. You wake up and it's a much longer time after that. And you need to, um, you're, you're escaping and getting out of there. Uh, and the, during one of the first sort of, the game is teaching you the tutorials and what you should be doing and all that sort of shit. It's, um, yeah, it's running you through like, this is the buttons you press. And it gets to a point it's like, press, you know, C to crouch or whatever. And you're like, all right, going through this little air vents and, you know, you're walking around and then it ha happens a couple more times. And I'm like, wait a second, there's a fucking door. I keep crouching through doors. And then it reminded me back to the conversation you were having the first time where you're like, why didn't the RDA just build small buildings where they couldn't get through? And so the entire time I'm crouching is because I'm walking through a doorway or I'm in a hall and like I'm too fucking tall. God damn it. Yeah. I knew that was But this also happens whenever I get to like a, a facility out in the forest, like a research facility. There's a this giant like outpost they've set up and i get to the front and i'm like i gotta fucking duck and walk my way so they got you they got your emails oh, joe they were shit. on that oh shit yeah, yeah they thought everything they did think of everything everything um right and so you are you, you basically then start learning about um because because as your characters only known they've been sort of taken away as a young youngling um and and being kept away from the rest of the Navi, uh, I don't know, clans that are out there. And so you're going through and learning about them all and, and uh, unlocking new skills and learning how to use weapons and that sort of stuff. Right. And so that's the sort of idea of like, all right, now I've got a, a bow and arrow. And then you eventually unlock, you know, uh, guns and shotguns and spears and different, like you're using both weapons. Right. At the set, uh, you know, um, and it, it plays in really well in terms of whenever I jumped into going back to far cry is i was always running around with a bow and arrow because i like yeah. doing stealth missions and um clearing out those areas really quietly uh and so the game gives you a bunch of options you can jump in there and shoot people with with an assault rifle if you want to but you've also got the the traditional weapons that the navi have which is the bow and arrows and heavy bows and short bows and long bows and spears um most people die in like one shot and you shoot them and there's a fucking giant arrow they're not like people-sized arrows because that'd be silly they're not the arrows so you right. hit them and there's these giant arrows sticking out of them and they pretty much die in one shot um and so the normal size things you're fighting against are the like the the exoskeletons oh yeah and they're they're much more that you're still sort of bigger than or the same size as them but yeah um they're your main sort of opponents or hostiles that you're coming up against that are like a bit more formidable you've got to target weak points on them oh. um and then as you progress later on in the game they'll get armor and you've got to try and figure out ways to get rid of that armor or or get specific upgrades or specific um 
uh, heavy bows that will allow you to penetrate that armor a bit harder. And so uh, there's a bit more strategy involved in that sort of thing. And as you're going through these, um, they're quite, they're, there's sort of like outposts and um, each outpost will have a series of tasks assigned to them and it might be like shutting down generators or uh, uh, turning off certain valves and shutting down gas lines and there are ways that you can be like alright I've got to I can either go in loud and shoot everybody here but that'll allow them to call in reinforcements um, and then I can run around and do all those tasks or you can sort of sneak around shoot people try and not alert them shut all that stuff down really uh, quietly and then take over the the base without you know bringing any any reinforcements to the area and so I've kind of been playing it that way because I enjoy that sort of aspect yeah. of it how stealthy um, would a Navi sized arrow really be they notice yeah they notice but usually they're like on alert and they're like what's going on over here and then you fucking hit him with an arrow as the next person's coming over you hit him with yeah. a fucking arrow the size of a telegraph pole yeah it's huge yeah uh then, it's, it's comical and then like old mate gets fucking pinned to the wall by a telegraph pole and they're like oh yeah they go they fly yeah and then like his mate's like what's all this then is someone out there do they do do they do they do that one the old is someone out there or huh? well, like, they'll, they'll come Bling. and have a look and be like yeah. what's go oh there's someone's down and then they start like alerting people oh uh, okay all that sort of stuff. Um, put this there. Yeah. yeah. There are like smaller outposts as well. Um, so the way that the map sort of works is you'll encounter specific areas that are polluted uh, because the people, humans are bad. They're, they're taking resources from the planet. They're drilling for gas or like looking for oil or just dumping pollution or, or trash into the, uh, to the planet. Um, and so you'll get to these areas that are like the screenshots that I sent you where it's like green and lush and tons of colors. And then you get to these polluted areas and everything is just drained of color. There is, it's just brown. Um, and you can't use any of the resources in the specific place. So if you want to harvest, uh, crafting materials or, um, grab things to, uh, use for energy or health, like you can't because the whole entire area is just, uh, polluted and unusable um and so you've got to go then clear whatever it is that's causing this problem it could be an outpost or it could be something a bit smaller um maybe like a drilling machine and then once you clear that it, it like brings the environment back to life and it's a type of thing where it happens it can happen in stages it looks like and so you might get to this area and like there's trees that are cut down like it's been deforested and there's like a giant oil pumping machine in one area um the place is just like raining dirt and there's smoke everywhere you'll kill all the humans um turn off all the machines and like the cutscene plays and it's like blah, 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 and uh you know whatever happens uh you know things start to turn like green and it's a bit more lush and then you will f disappear and come back later on and like things have grown back right. and the place looks like it's been um uh like abandoned for a quite a long time and so uh and new resources will be there there'll be there'll be maybe new missions you can go and, and uh grab or there could be like power-ups that you can go and uh to increase your character with and so yeah it's a type of thing where you uh 
you're sort of rewarded for revisiting these areas or coming back and it does seem like it's a a gradual change it might be like a two-step change where like oh it's sort of you know here you've liberated this area and it's a lot cleaner you, you leave and come back and it's like hey this is returned back to its natural habitat like what it looks like um yeah and it, it also lets you um then go in and start harvesting or gathering those resources that were maybe polluted before and that could mean that you were in a uh maybe a specific type of plant only grew in this certain region and now you can go and do that and use that for crafting materials or that sort of thing so it kind of rewards you a little bit there um but anyway uh so as you're these are sort of like side activities you can go and do there's yeah. other things in the world as well but the main path is very much like giving you a a story um and you're you're going around and exploring these different areas interacting with different clans that are, that are out in the world um who some of them haven't talked to each other for a long time so you sort of act as almost like a courier as well of like um this clan up here needs help and so you're going backwards and forwards between the two and and like trying to rally them all together to fight the rda uh they need to be rallied yeah well it's you know they're they're they don't talk to each other things have happened in the past um much like avatar 2 have you seen avatar 2 the blue water people don't talk to the blue fire people and the blue tree uh, people and the, you know all that sort yeah, of shit yeah yeah racism yeah yeah, yeah they don't walk into each other yeah um hey and so yes unlocked cosmetics um there are cosmetics yes yes so you can get cosmetics by like unlocking them no not don't do that no speed no speed speed dealers you unlock the oakley uh sunglasses if they are in there um i'm not sure can you are there actually sunnies in the game I don't know about in the game, but they're in the fucking movie and they were ridiculous. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely running around with a, like, and you might even see it in that screenshot. No, I'm like, I've got a fucking vest on at this point. I got an RDA vest. Yeah. Um, there are, there is headgear. So maybe I'm, I'm wearing like a, a weird headband, but yeah, that screenshot I've got is just like a, a, a vest um, and what, for whatever reason, short pants. I've got cloth. Cloth, a cloth dress on at the moment oh, yeah. um, it's not in that picture but right yeah so there is like tiered uh gear that you can get it starts off with like it's like greens purples and exotics um there's not like a huge depth to the actual gear system but it is there uh, yeah. it's predominantly just kind of like there are there are certain plants in the world that you can gather and like i said you can go and scan them and it gives you a bunch of information on each resources in the game and it could be like a great example is this it's called rain thistle and the first time i encountered it i'm like scanning it and i'm like this is a gatherable item but it wouldn't let me gather it i'm like why can't i figure this out it won't let me like i'm missing something that's when i went into the actual um the journal the event log for it did a bit of reading and it says in there like hey this thing only opens it flowers during rain and so I came back to this area while it was raining and the flower actually opened up and then I could grab the flower. But at the same time, there are different types of rarity with the flowers. And so you can, uh, specific regions will only uh, have this certain type of rare flower. Uh, at the same time, there is a uh, like a mini game of actually harvesting 
these materials as well and so there's like three different layers to gathering materials and if you can manage to get all three checked off at the same time then you get the most um, exotic or superior quality of the material which allows you to uh, increase the stats of the thing you're crafting Um, uh, and so yeah there's a lot of like there is hunting and gathering but there's also a bit of like research involved or like trying to figure out the best time to do it or the best area to gather it in or like when you should be grabbing it or grabbing it carefully as yeah. well so it's deeper um, than the far cry crafting system which it's, is yeah it's a little bit pretty deeper yeah. you just mashing sort of like e and grabbing things um but it's also not like i, I don't find it to be tedious it's not the type of thing where i'm like well i'm just fucking hunting for you know all this stuff all the time um because most things that you can craft require like a fiber um and there's different types of fiber that is out there or, or certain types of materials but each one has increasingly better stats as you progress further into the game so yes you are um sort of looking for these materials as you go on but the further you go the better the quality of them are anyway and so it's not like you're constantly looking for the same thing all the time um and it's a uh yeah and there's like hunting in there there's different types of wildlife you can go find uh like huge weird dinosaur like creatures um that will attack you and clearly i do not have the weapons to fight some of these things yet and so i just move away and get on my Icaron and f- fly out of there um that's cool. the the pterodactyl looking thing that you can jump I, on and i assumed fly away you had sex um, with it now it's yeah. bonded to you yeah look there's i don't know if there's much else for me to talk about in the game i'm enjoying it hmm. it ain't it ain't doing a whole lot new in terms of what we've seen before from the far cry games i do think it's uh, and if I do write a review for this, if I get, if someone doesn't snake it from me, the headline will probably be like, this is the best Far Cry game in a decade or something like that. Not Pandoramic, because you can have that. I could do that. Oh, I'll have that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, for me, like, I think Far Cry 3 and 4 were like the, the pinnacle for me. I really enjoyed yeah. those games. I enjoyed 5, but it was kind of like, we're getting a bit yeah. long in the tooth. And then 6 just... You know, I I gave that I think it was a four. Dude, even playing it with you, like yeah, we had fun. We played it in co-op because we made it fun, but it was still tedious, and that's saying a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah. Which we'll, we'll we'll get back to my thought in a minute, but uh, it has co-op. Far Cry, uh, okay. sorry, Far, Far Cry Pandora has yeah. co-op. Um, they have fucking done it and that oh. could be because massive entertainment is making it and they did it right with um the division vision yeah uh co-op is yeah perfect it's it, the way it works is that if you join uh, join a uh host's game uh and you complete a bunch of missions the things it says it says that most of the items will come with you so i'm not sure if there's like specific right Quest maybe like quest items that'll yeah. fuck off somewhere um but if you go back to your game and you get to a mission that you've already completed you'll get a prompt to say hey you've already done this do you want to skip it perfect wow. that is the way that's it should be yeah. done that's fantastic yeah 
Um, so that's the same way that it worked Yeesh. in in the division. It didn't work like that in Far Cry Six or any other no. Far Cry game. Yeah, nope. Which is garbage. Um, or uh, Redfall, as it happened. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah poor poor Cleb. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to play any co-op yet, but uh, there is a pretty good like tutorial system that talks about like all the different systems in the game. And I looked at the co-op one and that's how it was described. So I'm like, fuck yeah, that's cool. Um, so yes, going back to my thought, I, I, uh, I, I'm, I've enjoying my time. It's not doing a whole lot that's like blowing me away. It is still very much a Ubisoft open world game where you are clearing you know there's no towers i guess yep no there's no towers um there's a lot of outposts which um i think in terms of gameplay mechanics have more interesting things going on than the far cry outposts um that we've seen in the past yep um i think the environments are just stunning and and gorgeous uh, and jaw-dropping um but yeah it is kind of like avatar far cry at the end of the day which you know people like far cry um yeah i just i just don't know like it's it's not doing a whole lot different i don't think i um yeah i don't know i don't know uh it's weird because they haven't shown a lot of it and there's not a whole lot of marketing either for it which is i think a little bit bizarre considering it is such a huge ip yeah um and so I, I'm not really sure what's going on. I don't know. It's, it's weird. also it's it's in a really open window, right? It's got no it's competition. In a bizarre it seems window. like a seems like it should be an easy win. Maybe they're just mm-hmm. like it's it's so open. We don't need to do anything. It's the only game in town. Yeah, it know. makes me think that like this was sort of teed up to be a December release around the last um, Avatar movie. Yeah, and they kind of missed it. And we're like, well. Because, you know, then maybe you don't have to market it as much because you like True. fucking games out there, the movies out there, and people are like, yeah, let's get that. Um, yeah. You know, I think this is like a solid 7, 8 out of 10 game. Like, I've yeah. enjoyed my time with it. Um, I'm having fun running around and exploring. It's it's there, There's some cool little, like, mini game puzzles that are in there, scavenger hunt type stuff. Um, uh, there is an exploration mode, which I gave up on pretty quickly because I was like, I ain't... Look, you know me, and I've, I've every time I've played um, one of these Ubisoft games, and they've mm. got those exploration slash guided modes in there. I'm like, fuck yeah, I love this. People need to steal this mode mm. because I think it's fantastic. Like, it's such a interesting and unique way to give people objectives without giving them like a you need to go here, yep. like here it is on the map, and that's what this game does. It's like, hey, it's to the east of the. Uh, the floating mountains in the uh, you know thorny biome and you're like alright so you look at the map and you're like alright let's go in this general direction head over here Um, problem is I'm doing this under deadlines and I just don't have the time Uh, to to play the game like that but I still think it's like such a fucking awesome way to to play these type of games I just wish more publishers more more developers would steal this idea because I think it's um, it's awesome I hope that like like a GTA or the next, like Red Dead would have something like that because that'd, yeah, be, that'd be so great. sick. Yeah, that'd be awesome. 
because um, I did have it on for a good hour and I was like, I can't, <laughs> like, I've yeah. got to do, I've got to make some progress because I, I was climbing giant mountains and like, it's got a really neat climbing system. It's very forgiving. Um, and I got to the top of this thing. I'm like, I'm not sure where I'm, I think I'm in the right area. And I turned, I switched modes because you can go to switch back and forward and yeah. I was nowhere near where <laughs> I was supposed <laughs> to be. Yeah. Uh, and so I was like, all right, let's switch this on and go back. Uh. Um, anyway yeah so i think it's a solid game i don't think it's going to blow anybody away in terms of what's what it's doing uh like gameplay wise um but if you're looking for i I still do think it's one of the best far cry games in a while um but i've still got to play a bunch more maybe it'll get super repetitive um i don't know how much more it opens up but i'm enjoying the first like 10 to 12 hours that i've played so far which is um there's it's a big map there's a lot going on nice cool yeah it sounds like yeah i'm excited just because co-op's working correct like that's that's a that's all you had to say for me like i'm in yeah yeah i've wanted a far cry game that does co-op right right and yeah shit that's awesome uh, or any any ubisoft open world game that does (laughs) co-op right (laughs) Uh, Division did it. Division yeah. seems to be the only one that's done it properly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's it's good that that's finally in there, and I'm 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 super glad because it means you can sort of just jump in with your friends whenever you want and yeah. not have to worry about you know being on at the same time as them. As them. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. It'll be out by the time people hear this. It's end of the week. It comes out. Um, yeah, and hopefully I get some time to talk about it more at some point um and see how if it gets deeper or what's sort of going on in the end game but or how it's received i'm I'm really curious what people think of this yeah one. yeah um because i could mainly because i've been so down on the far cry games yeah and this is such like a breath of fresh air to me i'm like oh fuck yeah i'm i'm digging this um so i'm, I'm interested to see the contrast of what people think that played those far cry games and enjoyed it to where this is um, cause it's also, I guess the tonally, tonally is a little bit different. It's, you know, it's not that like tongue in cheek sort of vibe as well. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Anyway, there you go. There you go. A- Abadar. 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 Uh, yeah. Let's uh, do some news. Oh, we'll wrap shit. things up. All right. Um, I think you took control of news this week. What do we got here? Sure, you yeah. you want to go through them? You can yep. go through them. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, right off the bat, uh, the great game on cancer giveaway kicks off tomorrow our time. Um, and I don't know, it seemed like a, a good one to highlight. Sorry, not tomorrow. Kicks off uh, today's Monday, isn't it? Yeah, Wednesday. Kicks off Wednesday at 11. I thought it was six of December. Yes. Uh, at 11 a.m. Uh, and basically, if you donate 50 bucks to cure cancer between December 6th and December the 19th, uh, you go into a draw to win one of over 900 prizes, including consoles and games and a PC and a whole bunch of other shit. So it uh, seems like a, a good one. Uh, I'll post more details on our Discord when it goes live. But um, yeah, I don't know. Fucking battling cancer with video games. Why the fuck not? Um, is there like a um, 
Is there a link to say what all the prizes are or? They sent me a dead link, so I don't fucking know. They um, fixed it. They fixed it. Um, they? Yeah, the second email went through. Well, at least I got a second email. Right. <laughs> Maybe they were like, fuck Job. Fuck. Well, I did email them to say <laughs> oh, them, really? to tell them that the link was dead. So. Right. And then they didn't email you back. They emailed me instead. They're like, all right, I fucking better fix it for Luke. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's a full list. I have no idea, man. Um, but it seems like it does. It does seem like a fairly fucking robust collection. Ah, uh, here we what? go. I found it. Oh yeah, go tell us. Yeah, top prizes are uh, Xbox. Uh, so it, it's being sponsored by uh, Bethesda, Moz Racing, EA, Xbox. I don't know what that is. Uh, Pax, Annapurna, Annapurna. Uh, Fortress 2K and Wahoo. I don't know what that is. Um, but you got like uh, gaming accessories, Xbox controllers, uh, Xbox consoles. Um, these look like steering wheel setups and th- pedals. Uh, we've got uh, gaming chairs, uh, accessories from keyboards, mice, um, headsets. These look like lights, LED lights or something. A um, bunch of board games as well cool yeah that's from what i can tell from this list well that's awesome um so yeah seems like a i don't know fucking win all around uh so yeah wanted to highlight that uh to get involved you go to what is it game on no curecancer.com www.curecancer.com.au slash giveaway from 11 a.m on the 6th and uh yeah you go on in the draw which uh mm. yeah i don't know fucking seems pretty good um only for australians and uh not western australian people because they are too far away too far away yep yeah fair enough um but yes so i don't know give it a squeeze and yeah fuck cancer um what else we got next up on the list Baldur's Gate 3 has uh, patch number 5 mm-hmm. uh, it's a new playable epilogue with 3,589 lines of extra dialogue plus even more stuff mm. and uh, I want to chuck this in the news uh, it fixes the, the slowdown issues caused by patch 4 uh, where the game was remembering every evil act you'd ever done and by the time you got to act three all of your evil acts would uh slow down your game to a crawl um but uh yeah this one yeah basically epilogue a couple of new modes for different ways of playing uh improved performance around around the like all around um yeah what what did this one on list because i distinctly remember when this game came out, Baldur's Gate 3, everyone on and his dog on the internet was crowing about how finally some developer had released a finished game. But here they are, adding a new ending to this game. Hmm. Was it finished then? Hmm. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, 
really? So I don't know that this could win our game of the year as a result because they lied to everyone. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm still keen to play this, but uh, they re they refused to send me a key. So uh, and I refused to pay for it because I'm cheap uh, and mostly because I'm poor. So um, yeah, I don't know. We have to see if it goes on sale for Christmas. If it goes on sale for Christmas, bingo bango. I'll play it on my Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I'm never going to play it. But it does look good. Fuck, it looks mm -hmm. good. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, they keep adding shit to it. And then, yeah, it's very cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Moving on. Bethesda responds to negative reviews on Steam. This was this is the bizarrest thing I've seen in a long, 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 long time. Um, bear in mind, uh, I'm not unfamiliar with publishers responding to negative uh, reviews. By uh, email or phone calls. Yeah, via, usually it's not in a public forum, though. Usually it's behind closed doors. Um this one, yeah, they're just on Steam responding to negative reviews. And it's not like they're saying stuff like, uh, I don't know, no, this game wasn't made by Space Hitler or some shit. They're not going out there correcting the record on, like, factual fucking fuck-ups. They're out there, like, legitimately arguing with people. And I know not all of Bethesda is doing this, but the Bethesda mouthpiece... Is, is arguing with people on Steam, and it's just fucking bonkers. There's a clear divide, right? there. I think there is probably... There are probably some negative reviews that it's probably worth responding to, right? Uh, it's, like, as a, as a outreach element to people who want to be enthusiastic about your game but for whatever reason, find that they can't. I actually love seeing developers respond to reviews on Steam, but most of the time they're responding to positive reviews on Steam and just thanking people, you know? When you're responding to negative ones, I've never, never seen someone argue, never seen, like, have you ever seen those fucking Google reviews where the owner mm. jumps on and they're like, oh. I got one of the other day. What? <laughs> yeah. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, I because you finish your sentence and I'll, and I'll tell you the story. The owner jumps on and they're like, oh, this person came in and they were, you know, the worst and fuck them, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, does the owner think this makes them look good or look make their fucking their place look good? Because that's fucking banana shit. They know the whole internet can see this, right? exactly what Bethesda is doing. Luke, explain yourself. What happened? <laughs> I jumped on. So I was watching the basketball on uh, the weekend. Um, it's about two weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, which I do quite a lot. And I, we were trying to get it on the TV. Um, and we, cause we've got to like Chromecast it from our, our phone or stream it from our phone. Yeah. This is the point we're at now. Um, because whenever we try and do it any other way, it just fucking shits itself. Right. Um, and anyway, like, to begin with, whenever we used to try and do this, closed captions on all the time. And you'd I have know. to, like, you'd have to pause the feed, switch closed captions off, and then start it up again and hope that it didn't go on. Sometimes it was like, it'd, it'd be like a coin flip, whether yeah. or not it would work. Um, 
Anyway, this particular day, neither of us could get the actual feed to like cast to the TV. Whenever we tried to do it, it wouldn't go up on live and we couldn't get it to um, start. Like in order to go live, you have to pause the feed again, click on the live button, yep. unpause it. And whenever we, whenever we did that, it would start at the beginning. And so like we then got it up to, we just started at the beginning and then flick through all the way to the end so we get it to live. And we, I spent like fucking two minutes fast forwarding through this game, oh, yeah. get up to live. Um, and it would go back to start again. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. And so then we downloaded like the app on the TV. Oh, yeah. um, and that was sort of working, but it had like a bunch of shit features in there. Anyway, while this is downloading, I jump on the app and I'm like, I write on there, this this app gets worse every year, one star. Because it does, man. The yeah. app used to be fantastic. Even on the browser, like it used to be no. great. Now they've stripped all these features, like shit doesn't work. You used to be able to like select your um, quality on the app on, I think the phone or something. They got rid of all that shit. And like, it's all automated. And even the app on the TV is like, you can't select quality. It's just like auto. Dude, the app on the TV has, is, has always been the app yeah. uh, worse than the app on the mobile if anything it's like the app on the mobile is mm. aspiring to be more like the shitty fucking tv app or yeah. something it's fucking inexplicable like right anyway and so they keep removing features in there and they keep putting shit in there i don't want like mm. what do you th like i'll be watching a game that comes with a fucking pop-up being oh, like fucking, how do you think the lakers are going today i'm like fuck off the quiz and it's and it's taken up like a fucking a quarter of your screen. It's in fucking ten twenty four by sorry twelve eighty by seven twenty p or some shit. And you're like, I'm well. I would love to know how the fucking Lakers are doing, but you, I can't watch the fucking game. You fucking dipshits, get it out yeah. of here. I don't want the quiz. And if you don't hit, I don't want the quiz on the first quiz question. Oh, just keep going. It's yeah. it, that's it. You're locked in. It's like <laughs> yeah. you didn't respond. You yeah. must want so much quiz. And you're like, yeah. fuck, and it's fuck. one dude in a chat room being like, they fucking, he didn't press it. And he's like, just spamming like fucking trivia now, notes to you. Motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, like every year this app gets worse and worse. It's like mm. the 2K face scanning app. Like they had it good at oh. one point yeah. and I don't know what they keep doing. They, every year they just make it shitter. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, fuck this man. Like I pay like so much money for this fucking streaming service. Yeah. They now put ads in the fucking broadcasts as well uh and so yeah I, I dumped that review and then like within a day i get a response being like we are sorry you are not having a great experience in the app so far luke if you have any suggestions but like some generic oh. fucking but anyway i got a response but it's very much like oh. that's like the um you know if you go into google reviews or if you go into like uh i don't know what's that food app that people review shit on um food app that people were yeah shit. food stuff yelp. i don't know what's called cool. yelp yeah like the, the owners jump on there and like actually you're a prick sir that day yeah. and yeah. <laughs> that i remember shit. you you came in <laughs> yeah and you sharted everywhere <laughs> well, i didn't right. shart anywhere yeah anyway so yes i got a response back uh just that app man I'm, i fucking hate it dude <laughs> have you tried have you got like steam link on your on your fucking tv no no, I, 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 whenever these like uh, Black Friday sales come up, I'm like, I look at the NVIDIA, um, the what's it called? NVIDIA Shield. Shield, yeah. Because I want one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they're still I like 200 one. bucks. I think I offered you mine. Right. And then, but my brother 
you you, you, you knocked it away. You said, ah, oh, no, I'm good. And then, yeah. uh, so I gave it to my brother and said, uh, if, but you, you might, can you not get the Steam Link app on your Chromecast? The problem with that is that like, yes, yeah, so I've got it on there, but they keep like, they've discontinued that, that like supporting it anyway, basically. The Chromecast or Steam Link? Steam Link is like very much like Valve just kind of puts it out there like, oh, whatever. Yeah. But it's fine. Like it's, it's, it's still fine. You open yeah. Steam Link, you connect to your computer, you play it on your browser and then you alt tab from big picture mode to the browser and then just fucking full screen that shit. That's how I watch yeah. literally everything. I mean, uh, I can do it from my PC. I can do this. I can just stream from my PC to the TV, but I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> I mean, that fucks up sometimes too. Oh and then God. I'm running backwards and forwards is- to like try and fix shit. <laughs> Because the app is like, oh, actually, we're putting closed captions on now. You're like, what? Oh, you. Def- Why are you doing you're that? Definitely locked into to the trivia if uh, if yeah. you do it from your TV. Because there's no way you're getting back to the the, t- uh, the computer to to opt out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, this is a long way of saying that uh, Bethesda's taking the Yelp approach or the Google yeah uh, the feedback approach. Owner, owner on Yelp approach, yeah. Yeah, which is like actually, and the funny thing is that like I did see some of these, and they're all different users as well, which means there's more than one person going in there, and right. Unless it's what do you do you think maybe it's AI? No, AI, it can't be. no way, no way. Uh, but yeah, some of these fucking responses are just bonkers, like just shit that shouldn't be said. Hmm. Uh, what was the one? There was one about the fucking. Do you think they were bored on the moon landing or whatever it was? That just dropped my fucking jaw. Uh, some of Starfield's planets are meant to be empty by design, but that's not boring. When the astronauts went to the moon, there was nothing there. They certainly weren't bored. Like, are you fucking high, cunts? What the fuck are you talking about? That is completely different. That is 100% different. You haven't replicated the fucking moon landing you arrogant fucking pricks good god anyway bananas uh so i thought that was i thought that was entertaining and uh wild uh next up only 10 percent of ben 10's dialogue has been used in spider-man 2 i don't know if you saw this but uh yeah spider-man 2 only 10 percent of ben 10's dialogue uh venom who's ben 10 the guy who voiced ben 10 is the guy who voiced Venom, and uh, I thought you were going to read this out, and I thought that was going to upset you a lot. So Tony I, Todd did huh? Ben Ten. What? Tony he, Todd. Tony Tony Todd did Venom. Who's Tony Todd? He did Venom. I I don't fucking know every fucking person who does fucking. Uh the fucking Candyman. Yeah. I thought it was the Candyman. Uh, yeah, so what, what's, who's Ben 10? Uh, I was I was doing... Never mind. Don't worry about it. I was uh, doing cheeky. I was I was being cheeky. Don't worry about it. Uh, if you, yeah, don't you look fuck it up. up. <laughs> no, I was... Be, I was it, was, uh, it was... it was supposed to upset you. And okay. uh, you didn't read them out. So, uh, never mind. It did upset me because I don't know what you're talking about. That will see then... So it worked. Excellent. Um, imagine Tony Todd as, uh, as Ben 10. That'd be fucking different. Uh, 
Um, but yeah. anyway, no, only, only 10% of Venom's uh, voice lines were used in Spider-Man 2. And so uh, rumors abound that mm. there is more content on the way, which would make sense based on what I played of Spider-Man 2. Uh, is, is, like, where'd this come from? Is this him? It's obviously Tony Todd. He doesn't know how to shut up. He um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was him. Right. I mean, it could also be that um, they just didn't use it. Uh, Office cut. Just, yeah, on the on the. On the I I feel like I read something somewhere that like Miles was supposed to get Venom at one point. Right. As well, or the symbiote. Maybe that's where that came from. I don't know. Yeah. And how many times can you say we have Venom? Like. <laughs> Yeah, all right. He cut two of them out or something. He was like, well, here that's you go. Ten, that's 90% of my lines. Um, yeah. No, it was all the ones where he was swearing and they're like, Tony, we can't use that. Stop it, Tony. He's like, I'm fucking Venom. <laughs> He's done it again. Yep. Uh, all right, that's a good one. And finally, GTA trailer. Yep. This Wednesday at 1 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Brutal. Mm. You going to be awake for it? I will definitely be awake for it. Oh, say with confidence. <laughs> yeah. I will definitely not be awake for it. Right. Uh, because it'll be dark in my room, and as soon as it's dark in my room, I'm asleep. Mm. Uh, it's surprising I'm awake right now because it's pretty dark in my office. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not at the Game Awards. Not at the Game Awards, which I believe we predicted. Yeah. Or theorized. Yeah. I think you owe me some ice cream. I, I think I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Classic. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think we predicted that. So uh, yeah. there you go. Trailer one. Um, mm. I guess we've got some, some stuff on here to go off. Oh. Sure looks like Miami. Florida. It's got Vice it City. does have it does have Vice City. Got vibes. some pink. Got some pink mm. hues. It's got some palm trees. Palm trees. Uh could be could be LA. It could be. Could be. Could be marginally disappointing. Yeah, no, it's not. It's gotta be. Vice City um, and Oh and just America. Just all of America. Yeah, it's it's like the um uh was that Ubisoft driving game? The the, the drive? Club? No, I don't know. The club? The, the one they've just released, the new ones. Motor Club. Motor Storm. Motor Drive Club. Uh, nah. The crew. Um, crew. Stars we're close. I was close. Yeah, where it's like you drive across America. But this yeah. is just like Vice City and, and what's the other one? Hollywood. Los Santos. What are they called? Los Santos, yeah. It's just... And what's the what's the New York City one? Liberty City. Right. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Done. And the middle can be Red Dead Redemption. Oh, genius. Genius. Uh excellent. Trailer yes. one as well. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm Which means there's more than one trailer. Come on. It's genius. <laughs> why why do they call it trailer one? It's a bit weird, right? Because there's more than one trailer coming. Yeah, still. We know there's going to be at least three birds in the game. 
For at least there might be. What if they remove a bird and people are like, "Fuck oh, you!" Oh shit! Bird fucking gate. lied to again by the trailer. Yeah, this puddle gate all over again. Only two birds. They removed the birds. Oh my god! Um, all right, excellent. Very exciting. Cool. Um, yeah, cool. All right. Mm. Do you reckon there's like bets going around for what the, the song trailer is? The song. Yeah. Isn't there usually a song in the trailer? Oh, I guess. There's usually a song in trailers, yes. Uh, do you want to... Are we are we taking some punts on some songs? Uh, Will Smith, welcome to Miami. <laughs> welcome to <laughs> Miami. Good Lord. But all of the, the beat is replaced by a slap. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, is, it, is it called Welcome to Miami? Just Miami. Oh, okay. Is it, yeah, he says welcome to Miami, right? He does say that, yes. Yeah. Uh what about what about uh Phil Collins something in the air? Ooh. Yeah. That seems like too um too obvious. It's too obvious. Too obvious. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, shit. Um what's some classic yacht rock that that they haven't already used? Like some Kenny Loggins, I guess. Uh but I don't know, like Playing with the boys, I guess, could be a good one. Uh, we could go eras. Do you reckon they'll be before 2000 oh, or shit. after 2000? Oh, shit. They've always done classics, right? Yeah. Maybe they're in for that TikTok generation. They're just like, fuck yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't know. What's that bad bunny? It's like him or something. God, I hope not. <laughs> that would be so disappointing. Uh what about like when was Pain and Gain set? That was nineties, was it? Ninety four. Uh, yeah, so they could go nineties. I don't know. Keep the nineties vibe. Go back there. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited. Uh, if it is Phil Collins, something in the air, you owe me so much fucking ice cream. It'll, it's crazy how much ice cream you owe me. Um, all right. Yeah. Wednesday. Will this be up by then, do you think? This? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Right. So uh, we'll be, well, by the time you listen to this, we'll be wrong, I suppose. <laughs> or perhaps inexplicably, we'll be right. Um, yeah. What if yeah. we nail all of it right? Every Shit. prediction. Every single prediction. That'll be wild. There'll be like Pinkertons at our doorstep knocking to find out if someone leaked the, the trailer to us. Mm. We'll be in so much trouble. Uh, anyway, all right, moving on. That's it. I'm excited. That is it. Cool. Yep. We have a question. Question? Do we? I don't know. Yes. Uh, just the one question. Oh, it's fucking long. All right. Doctor. Oh. There was a there was a new new nickname my wife pitched for Doctor E three money, uh, Peacock. Call him Peacock. Mm-hmm. His name is Drew. Drew Peacock. Mm-hmm. Drew Peacock. It's a classic. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna have to move the the screen down so I can read it. Uh, um, all right, so I don't have to crane my neck. 
Uh, I know this is going to be a week late, but how, Luke, did you let Job, the spaghetti monster, off the hook during the satisfactory discussion by not brining up the power grid incident? You know where the power stops suddenly. <laughs> and all four of us claimed to not be responsible, and there was a lot of finger-pointing and name-calling in the suspiciously quiet Job. Uh, and it turns out, there was Man. some Mark One conveyor belts where there shouldn't have been, and all, finally, old Jobo confessed to changing the belts <laughs> because he had run out of plates for whatever the fuck he was building nearby, and thought it would be a good idea to fuck with the one thing that every structure in the game is dependent on. <laughs> yeah, I think Job inefficiency jo Gilroy's problem with satisfactory is that he plays it wrong. All he ever thinks about is hitting the big red button to send the next load of stuff to space. It's like he has never felt or maybe is incapable of achieving the level of efficiency required to trigger the dopamine boost in his brain that we get from building a perfect factory. And his only way to get that dopamine hit is to press that big red button. So he races around breaking every other factory's efficiency and hamstringing up power plants just to get the stuff he needs to get his dopamine hit. I don't see a fucking question. Oh, I yeah. guess it's how did you let Job the Spaghetti Monster off the hook during the satisfactory discussion by not brining up the power grid incident, Luke? Any thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if the hitting the big red button thing sort of holds up because we, we all saw how that went and I did like seven or eight button presses in a row I, and then retired because Job was just so bad at pressing the red button. So, <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. That's not the question though. Uh, no, um, I want to talk about the power grid incident. All right. <laughs> yep. Go uh, on, defend yourself. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so what happened... Right, was I saw that we had a grand surplus of coal. We weren't using all the coal that we were sending around. And uh, so I diverted just a fraction of it, just a fraction, right? A fraction of a fraction uh, to make it so that uh, I would use some of that surplus coal to, uh, I believe what I was attempting to make was uh, crystal oscillators. And uh, and so I, we needed crystal oscillators. Uh, or maybe it was gunpowder. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever I was making. It was definitely important. And uh, I diverted just a little bit of coal to what was a supremely important uh, addition to our network. And one of the things that happened while I was doing this was I had to dismantle the the conveyor belts mm. that were leading into the power plant, right? So that I could divert just a small fraction of the coal away, a small fraction of the definitely unused coal. And I never, we still had a surplus of coal when I, when I diverted, right? But I needed to just a, like a, a little man in the middle a little, just a little diversion, a few cents worth of coal every here and 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 then to to create whatever it was I was trying to create, and uh, unfortunately, because I wasn't privy to the uh, the construction of this power plant, I wasn't involved, 
and uh, I wasn't invited and I was told to go do something else during the construction of the power plant. Oh. Uh, I didn't realize that it was using like level three treadmills or, or level two treadmills or something. So when I mm. replaced them- Because to you, all tra treadmills look the same. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> uh, when I replaced them, when I put them back again, I just put back the level one conveyor belts because I figured they were just using le like level one conveyor belts because when I initially started, when I went through and cleared out and built all of the uh, the, the mining rigs for the power plant, right, or I set it up with just level one conveyor belts. Yeah, 80 uh, hours earlier. And then I was kicked out. I was kicked out of, of the power plant that I was actively setting out up and told to go do something else. Uh, and then somehow everyone was surprised when Job didn't know how the fucking the power plant he wasn't allowed to be involved in worked. And uh, I tried to fix it, right? And I tried to fix it, but uh, we ran short on power. And, uh, and then I found out when you guys mm. came over that I had replaced the level two conveyor belt with a level one. And that's why it wasn't working uh, and wasn't getting enough power. Uh, getting off coal, uh, and right. somehow this was uh, this is a grave error. Uh, even though it was very easily fixed, and I fixed most of it myself, all I needed to do, all I needed was for to have it pointed out to me that I had taken level two conveyor belts and put in level one. I could very, I had the resources for the level two conveyor belts what i didn't have was enough resources for the level one conveyor belts so what i had been doing was dismantling some foundations which use the same resources as level one conveyor belts and uh, i had been using that to make the conveyor belts uh which again i also replaced after i rectified my mistake but too late too late it was uh the the clucking fucking finger waggers uh, of the Jabruk uh, society had already seen that Job had made yet another mistake, and uh, it was a critical error, and we'd lost all our power, and uh, and so he was once again sent off to do something unimportant. Uh, where he couldn't ruin everything by impacting the factories that he wasn't allowed to... His eyes weren't allowed to cast down upon. His filthy eyes weren't allowed to see when they were constructed. And so how could he possibly know what they involved uh, when he tried to, you know, just use a tiny fraction of, uh, of the resources, the vast resources that, that Team Jabruk uh, uh, were utilizing all over the place and Job just wanted just a, a sliver just a tiny morsel mm. but he wasn't allowed so uh, he was sent off uh, and yeah that's that's my defense mm. of the power situation thank you for bringing it up Drew yeah mm. um, no I'm sorry it's yeah. case closed Case closed. Uh, tried, <laughs> tried in uh, in the court of Jabruk, 
and uh, found guilty <laughs> of crimes against uh, their version of efficiency. Yeah. Uh, sentence hanging. Hanged till his legs no longer kick. Yeah. Sentence is 10 liters of ice cream. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's the questions for this week. Uh, anything you want to plug Good or question. give a shout out to? Uh, yeah, if this is going up at the end of the week, yep. Then there, I, I'm, I'll have a thing up, a piece up about Daisy. Sure. On the Gap and on JobyJojo.com. I'll put it on both of them. So I don't know if it's something that should go on my site, but I don't really use my site. I, I launched it and then I didn't do anything with it. Uh, so uh, I should probably put something on it. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So you, go. so you can read that when it goes up. Nice. Oh, uh, and I watched, what was it called? A movie. Hmm. A Star film. Wars. Talk to me. Have you watched Talk to Me? Yeah, it's really good. It's a horror it film. Fucking, yeah, it was great. I really liked it. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Watch that on the weekend. Top tier. <clears throat> right. I watched yeah. Dumb Money, which is the... Uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 lightly video game related. It's about the yep. GameStop stock situation. Yep. Uh, but it's got a lot of good actors in it. Yeah. Any good though? It's all right. right. I mean, it's, it's going for that, uh, I don't know, the big short slash social network sort of vibes. Yeah. Um, this it's it's fine. Like I, I wish there was some areas in there they dived into more, but um, right. Yeah, I mean, literally like fucking stacked cast. It's so many people in it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. Cool. That is the uh, podcast for this week. Uh, you can find us the gap under uh, in iTunes. Uh, Android store. I don't know. Wherever you get your podcast from, we're in there. Uh, No, we're not on the Windows store. Uh, The Gap or the GA podcast. If you have a moment, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. You can go to our Discord page, the GA podcast slash Discord. It'll take you to our server. You can talk about all sorts of things, TVs, books, movies, uh, cooking, puzzle games, uh, and video games as well. Uh, You can jump in there and, you know, hang out with the people. Uh, you can also get our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got links to uh, social media, which is apparently still a thing. Job's TikTok page is up there. You can go oh, check yeah. that out. For sure. Yeah. Um, it's also got uh, uh, links to our old episodes and anything else we put up there, like Job's new story about Daisy. You go check that out. It's going yep. on there. Yep. yep. And um, that is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast. You can become a, a member on there and get the podcast early when we are allowed to do it, which this week is probably not happening because of Avatar. Um, but Jim Cameron, you've done it again. You've fucked us again. What are you doing, old Jimmy boy? Ask him a question, Joe. Ask him a question. Your mate. My, my mate Jimbo yep. Jimbo yep. Uh, so yeah thank you everyone that supports the show we appreciate it it helps us pay the bills for the site uh, thank you so much yes that is the podcast for this week 
Um, next week we've got some, I think, a few things we can talk about. Um, I'm just looking at the dates. I think we've got some stuff next week we can talk about. It looks like, yeah, yeah. we definitely do have. We got a bunch of stuff we can talk about next week. Mm. Um, we're we're gearing our up. Last episode for the year. Yeah, yeah. Last. So we are doing things a little bit different this year. We haven't really talked about that. Mm. Um, we are doing our end of the year podcast next year. <laughs> At the start of next year. At the start of next year. So our game of the year show, we're going to run through the entirety of the year and then come back and then have it out early next year-ish. Um, so yeah, it'll change the format a little bit, but it's we've got some scheduling conflicts. And so yes. Job's going to Japan yep. um, at some point. I might be away at some point. So things aren't working out. Um, yeah. But it also means that we'll get a couple extra weeks to play through some stuff, which will be super helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Job can keep playing DayZ. It'd be great. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll tell you more about it next week. <laughs> not talk about DayZ. Uh, yeah. Sorry, not talk about Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Refuse to talk about Baldur's Gate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so yes, well, last show, but there's a ton already that we can talk about. Yeah. Um, some some big previews leading up to next year already happening which is great so mm. yeah all right well there you go that is the show for this week uh thank you Very everyone cool. for listening S- stay safe and we'll catch you next week love you bye